What's up guys and welcome to another episode of the Snazzy Show. Today I really want to try and dive deeper into this concept of belief because how easy is it for us to become just so limiting in our belief and so limiting in what we choose to think that we are capable of. And the reason for that is because I remember uh, when I was playing soccer professionally and I would go to prepare for a game and a lot of the time I just didn't have like that that belief system there. Like I didn't have the belief that I was capable of enough. I was capable of, you know, providing the value that I could to the rest of my team and I could do everything in my power to be a good athlete. And I knew it, right? Like you get reminded by people around you, but ultimately unless you truly believe that you are capable of more, then you're it's you're really at the at the expense of how far along that belief is. And I remember this one time I was in a game and the game was a more like a trial game and I was I, I played my absolute heart out, but I, you know, I, I went into that game with just so much confidence. And I remember probably having like the game of my life. It was like that one time where everyone noticed what I was doing. I made very minimal mistakes. I, I didn't quit on anything. Like every single thing that I was doing was ridiculously good. And I didn't really know it. I just knew that I was like really in it. And at the end of the game, my coach comes up to me and he goes, I don't know what you did just now. I don't know what you did differently today, but that was the game of your life. And if you continue to play that way and you pour that effort, that attitude and every single thing that you do in, in this game, if you pour that into the games ahead, there's absolutely no reason why you would just make it to the top. And I loved it hearing that, but I also hated hearing that. And here's why. When he told me that it put this intense pressure on me. Like I was, I was like super grateful that he had acknowledged like my work ethic and how I was doing things and all that. But I was also like, oh my gosh, I have to play exactly the same. And that's not how it is an athlete. You can't play exactly the same. You can have like some similarities, but you can't play exactly the same. And so, you know, I, I, I go into, I go into that conversation thinking, oh, this is great. But then I left the conversation going, oh my gosh, what did I do to improve? If I'd done everything so perfectly well, what was it? And then I start to question so many different things. And I want to share that with you because sometimes it's good to get some some positive criticism or some positive feedback, but then you really do need some something that's going to be constructive so that you know that you can then move on to the next thing and work on what you are missing because there has to be something that you're missing. So we have this conversation and he goes, there's a, there's a really big game coming up and I want you to replicate it. Replicate everything you did, do exactly what you did today. And I thought to myself, I have no idea what I did differently. I just played my heart out, right? So I'm, I, I go, okay, like I try to replay every aspect of the game. Like what was it that I did differently? One of the main things that I did probably do better is I kind of went into everything so fearless. You know, I I went into every tackle, every shot, everything that kind of surrounded my performance was about like this fearless nature. And so I thought, okay, maybe I just need to do that. But when I left the conversation, I started to feel like I was actually fearful. And this is the thing, when you are constantly told good things and you don't have anything constructive, 
attached to those good things, like constructive criticism is something that we all need because if we ever just get told good things and validating things, we're never going to improve because we're going to start to believe and think that we are perfect. And that is by far what anyone is in this entire world. So when I got told that, I tried to replay as much as I could and I went into the next game and I completely sucked. Like worst ever. It was probably the worst game. I went from probably having like the best game of my life to the worst game of my life. And here was the worst aspect of that. There were so many coaches who were high level coaches. You know, these these are, we're talking like, they're the coaches of um, the national teams or the youth national teams or whatever it was. They were all those coaches that were there and I sucked. And I love sharing this with people because people need to know that there are definitely going to be times that you suck. And when you suck, it's you've got two things to, to do, right? You either come out of it and go, I'm not going to suck anymore. I'm going to try harder. Or you let that beat you up and you quit. So when I went into this game, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm you know, I, halfway through it, I already knew because I he had pulled me off the field. And I know when you get taken off the field, basically, you're just not very good. You're just not performing well because once you're off, that's it. And so when he pulled me off, I was just like my, every single thing came down. Like my belief came down, my doubt went up, uh, my confidence came down, uh, my shame went up. Every single emotion, right, that I didn't want to feel went up and every single emotion that I needed went down. And that's where most people don't realize that, you know, when you are getting feedback, you need to always suggest to the person that's providing you feedback, what is something that can be constructive that's going to help me grow? And what is something that, you know, is going to affirm that the work that I'm doing now is good, it's healthy, it's growing, it's, you know, being effective. And then you start to go, okay, I'm going to do more of what's working and I'm going to do less of what's not working. And I'm going to find this middle ground where I'm going to like literally just like excel myself. And so I I share that with you because I've now kind of applied that into my everyday life. Like now when I go into conversations with anyone that I'm working with, I always try to give them something positive and then something constructive. And it's okay to give someone something constructive because here's the thing, we live now in a world where people are so sensitive and you try to tell them something that's going to help them and they straight away think that you're just beating them up and they're not good enough and it's too hard for them. That's what we're hearing. Like on a regular basis, people don't want to actually take some feedback, turn that feedback into something that is going to be effective and then pursue that and actually implement it into your everyday. So I wanted to say all of this because it really does surround one specific thing and that's belief really. Like at the end of the day, if you believe in yourself, it doesn't really matter. If you believe in something greater, bigger and can produce self-confidence, then you can't lose. And so there is a formula around this. Like there is actually something that can really help you to build the self-confidence that you truly need. So if you want to build self-confidence, you have to focus on five key areas. And the first one is understanding that you have the ability to achieve whatever purpose that you have. There has to be a purpose that you feel that you can achieve and you have to be persistent 
in trying to see what that purpose is and living it out. Like this has to be something that you are constantly striving towards. And then the second thing is going to be understanding how to dominate the thoughts that come into your mind. Like you have to go, what is a negative thought? What is a positive thought? How do I differentiate them? And how am I going to manage them? You need to know how to manage them. If a, if a dominating thought is predominantly negative, then you have to be able to manage that thought. And if you can, start to create more positive thoughts. So that will be your second uh, thing to build you to that self-confidence. And number three is going to be what, um, I love that Napoleon Hill does this because he is amazing. But if you ever read any of his stuff, but he actually suggests this, you have to know what auto suggestion is. And if you don't know what auto suggestion is, you should look it up. Okay. But I'll give you a bit of a breakdown. Okay. It's basically what you automatically will, uh, think about without, any attempt without anything, but you can create this auto suggestion. Like you can create this way of thinking, way of believing automatically. And so that auto suggestion is going to be what helps you persistently hold on to what you're trying to do. And you have to kind of keep that in your mind and uphold that as best as you can. So Number four is going to be, have it written down. Have it written down what you're trying to do, what you're you're uh, trying to attain, right? And don't stop until you get there. So number four is going to be writing down what you want and not doing anything that's going to veer you off the path of what you want. So that's going to be the fourth one. Number five is going to be where you just have to make sure that you're upholding yourself in terms of your character, your attitude, your choices that are going to align you with the path. So nothing's going to work if you say it, you write it down, but you don't do anything. So number five is take action. Take action that is going to align with what you want, when you want it, and how you want it to be. Because if you don't, you're going to easily be able to talk the talk, but never walk the walk. And that's really what it, what's going to build it. So if, when you look at your self-confidence formula and you go, okay, well, like I know how it is to have a definite purpose. I know how to control my mind. I know how to create this auto suggestion where I know what's coming into my mind and I can control the thoughts and I have it written down and I'm so clear on my pathway and my purpose. And I'm going to align all of that with the characteristics that I need to have in me to then achieve this purpose in my life. Like when you do that, could you imagine the confidence that would come from you? Like you would walk around taller. You would know exactly what it is that you're trying to achieve. And you would be so uh, positive in your life because you would know what you want and how you want it. But so many people, they fall short to complacency, to what's easy because they're scared and when, I, when we come back to this, when I just spoke about it, like, could you imagine all these fears that take place in your mind? Could you imagine all these, all these fearful thoughts, all these fearful emotions, these fearful decisions that you make on a daily, what they are doing and where they are taking you away from? More than anything, fear will take us away from anything and everything that we truly want in life. And when we are a victim to fear, we look at everyone around us and we see what they are doing to add to that fear, what everyone around us is doing to hurt us, to not help us. 
And really, ultimately, it's because you're projecting that fear onto people and you're not reflecting on it and going, I need to change that. Because the only way you're going to move from fear to love is through courage. Two very different emotions. One holds a lot of positivity. One holds a lot of belief and confidence and safety. And one holds the complete opposite. But the only way you're going to move from that place of fear to that place of love and abundance is through courage. So you have to kind of create that for yourself. And you can do that. You can get that courage by being more confident. And your confidence has to start with a belief. Because the more you believe in yourself, in what you're doing, in your choices, in your decisions, then guess what's going to happen? Everything will start to align with that belief system. But you have to be, you have to demand more from yourself. And that's where most people fall short. They don't demand enough from themselves. They, they kind of set the bar at this level where it's like, yeah, this bar's going to sit at about, you know, about my eye height and that's it. What would happen if you set the bar higher? If you set your own standards so high that you're constantly reaching for it and you get close, but then it moves a little further because guess what's happening? You're growing. Guess what's happening? You're getting better. Just in your own kind of world of what you want, you are improving and developing yourself. But so many people don't want to do that because it's easier for us to not develop. It's easier to, to stay exactly where we are, you know, basically sit down and do nothing. Um, and unfortunately, that's not very fulfilling because how many times have you heard the person say, what if I tried harder? Or what if I did this differently? Or, you know, you look at anyone that has so much wisdom right? And experience out there. And you ask them, what would be one piece of advice that you would give me, you know, a long time ago or 12 years ago or whatever, what's the main thing they say, you know, go and do something that you love and try harder, take action. Those are what you hear about. And yet when we, we wait until we're at that later stage of life where there's nothing left. And why would you do that? Why would you wait until it's too late? It's just not necessary. So start with that belief. Start with going, I believe in myself to be able to achieve this. And then couple the self-confidence formula with that belief system and start taking action towards that, All right? So start taking action. That's going to be huge for you and what you want to achieve. So I hope that's helpful for you guys. Please like, share, comment, whatever it is that, that can help this, this uh, channel grow. This is what... It's so important for me and, and for me to provide more value to you. I just want to try and help you as, as much as I can and just empower you because ultimately that's what we all want. We need to inspire each other and we want to inspire the world to do more and be better. So I hope that's helpful. Please um, share this with someone that, you know, you feel like it could help. Um, and I will see you guys in the next one. Eddie.